Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. doula childbirth educator and the author and creator of the birth prep blueprint which is comprehensive holistic um, uh, childbirth education (laughs) that is um, preparing you for everything you need to know about birth and the postpartum time feeding newborn etc and it's a virtual class so you actually just own it forever when you purchase it Um, today's question is what is a contraction and how do you time it? So that's two questions. Um, but you know, this is my norm. I have one and then an add on question sometimes. These two go together. So I'm doing both of them today. Um, and this is something that I get asked all the time in every single class I've ever taught because folks are nervous about timing. And I think the nervousness around when to go to your birth location, if you're birthing outside of your home, is a big, a big one, right? And that's one of the reasons why home birth is um, recommended for people who are low risk and planning an unmedicated birth because they um, don't have to go anywhere. (laughs) You know, you don't have to time when to leave, which is actually lovely. Um, But when you're birthing in a birthing center or a hospital, then you don't live in those places and you need to know when to leave your home to go to those places. So that is typically where the anxiety comes in around contractions, understanding them, knowing if you're in labor and how to know the timing so that you're doing it correctly. So first of all, um, distinguishing a contraction from a Braxton Hicks contraction or pre-labor contraction. Um, I want to start with the caveat of not every single contraction feels the same for every person, okay? So I can't say to you, you are going to feel X, Y, Z, right? Because I don't know that. You um, will probably feel a distinct feeling that is maybe different from what other people have told you. However, there are oftentimes similarities in the sensation. So just logistically speaking, a contraction that's a pre-labor contraction or a Braxton Hicks contraction is just tightening the uterus. So it's just like you're, you feel like you have a basketball inside of you instead of a uterus. It's like tight all around. You feel that tension in your abdomen, um, but it's not like a growing sensation. It doesn't usually peak. It doesn't usually feel like it goes from bottom to top or front to back or anything like that. Um, but a labor contraction that's actually doing cervical change is pulling your, your uterus up from the bottom to build the top nice and thick. Now, I know I'm getting into like the logistics of things. My class goes into all of this in great detail because I think it really matters to understand what's happening in your body in the midst of labor. 
So as you contract, your, your uterus actually pulls up, builds up that top part of your fundus. Your cervix then opens, right? Your cervix is being pulled open. Your vaginal, your vaginal opening, the top of your birth canal, is also widening. You're just creating space at the bottom of your uterus, right? And then as you progress, those progress in intensity. They get closer together. They get longer, stronger, etc. So the difference in sensation usually is that pre-labor contractions or Braxton Hicks contractions are just tight, where labor contractions that are doing cervical change do feel like, for a lot of people at least, they feel like either they start at the bottom and build to the top or they start at the front and build to the back. It depends a little bit on positioning of the baby. Um, and some people don't feel contractions, but most people do. Um, and when you feel them, it might be slightly different for you depending on like your specific anatomy and how you sense sensations in your body um, because it's not exactly the same for everyone, of course. But usually you can tell that it's like kind of starting and then it's building and then it's coming down. Now, it's not the same as any other kind of pain in your life. That's a whole different podcast segment. Um, I don't have time today to dive into sensations of pain, etc., in your body. Um, however, I do want you to think about um, the sensation of like a Charlie horse. If you've had that, if you've had like um, a cramp in your leg, right? Then you can kind of feel that it's coming and you're like, oh no, <laughs> right? It's coming, it's building. I can feel it getting stronger. And then it's like letting down. Now, there's a lot of differences, okay? Three like really fast differences. One is that you know a contraction is coming when you're in labor. They're very predictable. So you don't have any anxiety about like, am I going to have another one? Yes, you are. You're in labor. You're going to have lots of them, right? The other thing is that you know when it's going to end. A Charlie horse, sometimes you have to kind of work to get it out. That's not the case with a labor contraction. So it's a very predictable peak and ending. Um, and the third thing is that it's happening for a reason, right? So like a cramp anywhere else in your body for any other reason, you might have a layer of anxiety that's like, why am I having this leg cramp? That's not there in labor because you know why you're contracting. You're contracting because your body is pushing out the baby, right? And so there's that level of anxiety is not present. So I don't mean to compare it to a leg cramp. What I mean is that oftentimes that sensation, many of us as adults have felt and it, it does somewhat mimic the like build and drop of that, okay? Now, that's what a contraction is. Obviously a very brief um, explanation of it. But how you time them is starting with the start of the build. So if you think of a contraction like a peak, then you start at the base and you, you keep, let it go until it comes right back down to the other side of the base, okay? So if it was a peak or a mountain, you're going from base to base. Now, um, that's the duration of the contraction. So that's the length, all right? Oop. Sorry about that. Um, that is the length of the contraction. I'm going to try to edit this part out. We will see if I can do that. So from base to base is the length of the contraction. Then the frequency of contractions is from the beginning of one contraction to the beginning of the next contraction, 
okay? So when we're talking about length, we're talking about how long one contraction lasts. When we're talking about frequency, we're talking about how often you're having a contraction. So your rhythm is based on your frequency. You're contracting every six minutes or every seven minutes or every 20 minutes, every 10 minutes, something like that, right? You should have a pretty um, good rhythm going in labor. And then the length of your contraction is usually going to lengthen as you go along. So your earliest contractions are often like 30, 45 seconds, and then they grow to be a minute. And then the very last part of labor, you have contractions that are around a minute and a half, um, sometimes two minutes, but that's kind of outside of the range of normal. Um, and then those two things are what then dictate um, your like labor pattern as you go along, okay? So um, today's episode is not getting into when do you go to the hospital or what if your labor goes crazy fast or crazy slow or any of that. Um, I will get into that soon, but um, this I just wanted to start with this so that we have this to build on when we get to those two episodes, okay? So um, once again, I am not your medical provider, as I know you're already aware of this, but I have to remind you every time um, this information is intended to be informational and entertainment and not medical advice. So please do talk to your own provider for your own medical advice and information. Um, If you have not already, I would love for you to subscribe and follow this podcast so that you don't miss any episodes. Um, If you want to subscribe to my mailing list, you're welcome to do so. That is in the show notes. Um, And I would love for you to come over to Instagram and send me some, some questions that you have. Remember that this podcast is answering questions about pregnancy, fertility, Um, birth and postpartum. And so the next question we have is going to be a postpartum one. Um, But if you have questions, I would really love for you to send them to me and so, so I can answer those for you as well. All right. I'll see you on the next episode.